1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back, and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
0: T's and Cs apply New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to the SEN Roundup. Jordan Canella with you on this Sunday night. Special guest tonight on the show. I'm loving uh, I'm loving talking about combat sports, be it boxing, be it MMA, be it whatever, on this programme. Our next guest is one of the most famous names in combat sports to come from this quarter of the globe. Born in New Zealand, living in Australia now, he's forged a famous career in kickboxing and then the UFC. Now, upcoming, December 16 in Sydney, he'll find himself not in an octagon, but back in the squared circle against former NRL star Paul Gullen. He is the Super Samoan. His name is Mark Hunt, and he's with us on SEN. Hey, Mark, how you doing?
1: Good, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Appreciate the time.
0: Where do we find you right now? What's what's going on in the lead up?
1: I'm just at uh, my ex wife's place, and uh, we're watching movies Well, I was. But <laughs> we're watching uh, <laughs> uh, the Hornet. Uh, you know, yeah.
0: Cool, <laughs> excellent. All eyes on December 16. Now, how's the training going ahead of the fight with Paul Gallen? Training's
1: going good. You know, no injuries. I'm excited to get him to be getting back to to fighting, to finishing my career. On a happy note, it's been about three years since I've had a fight um I was actually looking at uh, enjoying the rest of my time, but uh you know, it's has come back and uh, you know I think it's about time to get back on the horse and finish
0: the career absolutely how what who is training you at the moment? Have you got the same team or is it have you got slightly different personnel in your training team given it is boxing
1: well i did uh, uh the start of the year went through a separation in my ex. I went up to Newcastle in search of a boxing train. I've known Richie the the Fogarty Brothers for a long, long time, so I um, grew up in in, uh, Newcastle. uh, The gym's called Steel City Boxing, so I've been up there training with them for uh, a long time, actually. Um, (laughs) You know, the fight was supposed to be in May, but uh, COVID's ruined a lot of people's plans uh, globally, so, um, you know, here we are a year later, and, um, you know, about to get it done in about
0: three weeks. Yeah, Four weeks. What uh, mm. what, what part of training are you up to now? What what, have you, what are the processes? What have you had to go through to get yourself uh, in shape for this fight?
1: Well, I'm still getting there. I'm in the, the the sparring section of it. Um, main thing, I've got, I've got no injuries. Um, I've been working with a different guy. As in, you know, I got sparring three times of the week. So, you know, trying to punch out about six to eight rounds. And uh, with... Uh, Three or four different guys, and that's it. You know, it's it's the it's the business in of of training and camp, and um, you know, just trying to stay away from injury is the is the main thing. Mm.
0: You have, yeah. I mean, you have experience obviously in the MMA. You've got experience with kickboxing. How much experience do you have in just regular boxing?
1: Wow, well, yeah, I don't really, you know, I haven't even got a winner in my regular boxing. I've only got one winner, one one draw, one loss, and one draw. You know, I mean, Paul's got a better record than I have. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm a, I'm a fighting fan and a fighter, and that's the way we work it. So it was good terms that we negotiated upon. And, it, you know, it was good for me to come back and in, in, in my career. I was in a bad place for three years ago. or well, actually, five years ago or six years ago in, in
0: while working for the UFC. But, you know,
1: I find that hunger back. And uh, it's good timing to finish the career on a happy note on my terms.
0: Absolutely. What do you what do you think oh, your strengths will be in this fight? What are your strengths as a boxer?
1: No, my uh experience as a fighter and um you know, I've, I've got loads and you know, over, over three uh, three decades of fighting. <laughs> Actually a lifetime of fighting to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh you know, I don't think Paul's been into the deep waters with anyone, um with fighting, but um you know, we'll have to see what happens on December the sixteenth. I'm looking forward to working.
0: Kickboxing is obviously where your career started. You've got a, you had a long career in kickboxing, a successful career in that as well. It does look, I guess, to the untrained eye, it looks very similar to regular boxing. It's in a it's in a ring. You got gloves, trunks, a referee, lots of combat, obviously. Uh, as far as punching goes, how different is the discipline and the style of punching in kickboxing to what it is in normal boxing?
1: It's, it's it's a lot different, you know. I I do find myself uh, gazing a lot in the middle of the chest. Or the feet uh or, you know down instead of looking uh at the bridge of the nose of my opponent when i'm spying them because i do i do forget that i'm just i'm only looking out for two two weapons and and you know, they just been punching after kicking and knees and takedowns <laughs> so it, it varies a lot from doing that so it's just something that i'm getting used to which is good
0: has it taken a bit has it taken a, a bit of, you know, trying to train it out of you to not use your use your legs or not to, to grapple as much?
1: Well, I mean the funny thing is when you do boxing you can see everything else. Why while, while you're sparring in it, you can see the elbows and the knees, you can do the leg kicks, not even the taint you know, but you've gotta think twice about doing it. But, you know, you
0: haven't done it yet. While well I faked a
1: couple of things while I was training with the sparring, but you know. What
0: do you know yeah. about what? What do you know about Paul Gallen? Is he much good?
1: Uh, well, he's got a better record than I have, and you know, I've had a couple of lunches with him. He seems like a nice guy, but you know, he picked the fight with me five years ago. They wanted to fight, this, have this fight, you know, and here we are five years later, about to get it on in about three weeks. So.
0: <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys have regular dialogue? Do you chat to each other, or, or you know, banter, Whoa. banter with each other, trash talk often?
1: Well, not really. I'm not really into that sort of jazz. I mean, I'm not, uh, we're not actually friends. We're just associates, to be honest. And I've met him a couple of times, and that's basically all, you know.
0: Is, is this something you'll look to pursue for a little while? Boxing? Is this what you, what you want to do for a little while?
1: Well, I want to finish my career happy. I've got to, I'm just looking at the next fight. That's all. I want to, you know, I'm 46 years old. Um, training is a lot harder these days. These young guys are getting stronger and, and bigger, and you know, um, you know, I want to, I wanted to finish my career in my terms and happy. I was bitter and upset when I left the UFC because, you know, you know, like I said, I didn't get a fair go with these guys, especially with the cheating and the steroids. And, you know, that's why I fired a lawsuit against these guys. Um, it just soured the taste I had for fighting and, and you can see that by my, my performances, you know, I was, uh, I think I was out of that company five years before I was actually out
0: of it. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah, well, tell us about what your what's your recent history been with the UFC? It hasn't been all that sweet. Where is it sit at the moment?
1: Well, I've been a couple of lawsuits with them. I'm with a, a class action lawsuit with the rest a few of the other fighters. Um, that's been going six years. That's costed the UFC about eighty million US dollars. And what we're fighting for there is a, an even uh, pay share. So you know uh, they're paying about sixteen percent of the revenue right now. So Whereas NBA, basketball, uh, uh, Gridiron, all those other companies pay about 50%. You know, the fighters of the UFC are getting 16% of it. So the Ali Act will bring in some transparency. Uh, those guys aren't even employees. They're subcontractors. There's a lot of pluses that will change things, especially with the, um, the RLE Act involved. My other lawsuit is a lawsuit I'm serving them for, and even playing field. Um, you know, I, like I said, I did... Feel I was cheated out of a fair go with these guys, and every time I fought to get somewhere, I'd, I'd run into a cheater, and I, I normally lose. Them. I mean, I fought seven guys, and that, and that uh, they were cheating, pretty much five of them in a row. And what, uh, you know, what, what was the straw in the camel's back was the Brock Lesnar fight when they were selling their company, so they didn't do anything about it. So I made them do something about it. I'm forcing the hand to do something about it. If you don't want to make things even, I'll, I'll make you change things so it's even. This is where it sits at the moment. Uh, it's in the appeals court. Uh, it's about to, we're about to have a verdict, hopefully soon. And hopefully the judges and justice sees it in my favour. You know, I'd like this to go to trial um, so we can find out some more evidence about this because they think this is about money, so does everyone else. But um, they've got a big surprise coming for them.
0: How, how much support have you had from the fight world uh, in regards to that particular lawsuit about the, the cheaters and the the dopers and all the other um, cheating that's going on. Have you had much support elsewhere around the around the MMA world?
1: Well, I know a lot of people support it. A lot of people are just scared to speak about it. A lot of them. I mean, a lot of them actually working for the company they don't say anything about it. But, you know, I mean, the only time they'll say something is when this is won. <laughs>
0: mm.
1: You know, I mean, if it's lost, they'll just say, oh, you know, well, that's... And it's, like I said, it's not just going to be me that's going to keep suing these guys. It's going to be others. I mean, it's going to take someone to... Is it, is it going to take someone to die against a doping guy to make it to make the laws change? What is what is it going to take to change these guys from allowing these guys to proceed? They say they have the best testing policies, you know. Then why don't they enforce them all? Does they- why doesn't this company why doesn't this company enforce their policies and and put harsher penalties on them? Well, we all know why because they're about money, not about the fighter safety. Mm-hmm. Never have been.
0: Does the uh, does the UFC have uh, does does have a players union? Someone or a company or a group that can represent the players for these kinds of things?
1: Nope, MMA doesn't have any union. So uh, it's another thing we're trying to work on also uh, about starting. I mean, the problem is we try to start union many times, but the problem is there's too many chiefs, not enough Indians. You know, there's too many people want to want to be the bosses of it all. I I I thought at that time I said, why don't we just all work together? You can be the boss. Let's just go this way. But we have, we have actually, uh, we do have actually a MMA, um, an association. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all the guys with the with the, the class action, the lawsuit. That's, that's 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 the association we have right now. But I'm talking about trying to start one locally. So, um, it's like you said, fighters are just, you know, they like want to be individual. But I, I think when it comes to this sort of thing, they need to to go together
0: with us. Has all of this now that's happened uh, since the end of your your UFC career has it has it soured what successes you did have in the UFC at the time?
1: Yeah, it's, it's made things. Uh, made me not appreciate fighting. That's why I said I got. They took away the, my love for it. You know, they took away uh, everything about it. They just, uh, you know, because every time I fought and fought a guy that was cheating, they never did anything about it. They didn't do a damn thing about it. They just said, "Oh, we have to put him through USADA you know a company that's in their pocket with them mm. you know how are you gonna how are you gonna do anything about it when you guys are working together <laughs> you know and, and every time they did that you know when you asked them to, to 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 put the penalties and enforce the penalties, they wouldn't do it, so you know it was just pointless, just like the lawyers say in the appeal- in the appeal case, it's pointless to try and do anything about it
0: why? Yeah. Has there been, do you have a desire to go back to MMA outside of the UFC? Has there been other, other organizations that you've, you've thought about going back to MMA with?
1: I have, like I said, I do love MMA. I will go back and finish my career with one more fight, maybe two. Um, I did have talked to a few different companies, but like I said, I think a lot of companies are scared to touch me because of, you know, I'm pretty outspoken and you uh, I, you know, my first thing is about uh, trying to make things even, uh, you know, I mean, even with this fight here, I, did speak to Paul about it if, if he was using steroids and shit, and he said, you know, adamantly he wasn't. So, uh, end of the day, I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm trying to make things a, a fairer playing field, especially with with the steroids side of it, because they do have the advantages. And you know, if it's gonna take someone to die to make them change their laws, well, you know, that's what they're that's what they're hoping to get. I don't know what else is going to I mean, this law says I'm trying to make things even. So all the fighters that aren't doing it, uh, they're taking the shortcut. Get a fair go and make this, you know, make the top end because you can't do it otherwise because you keep running into guys that are bigger and stronger and Pete.
0: Mark, what have you made of the? Uh, what's your analysis? I guess on the fight scene in Australia, from boxing to kickboxing to MMA, is is Australia turning into a into a a bit of a hotbed for for fighters coming through around the world? No,
1: of course, I just like I said, I just I see here and there. I don't watch uh, the UFC as a supporter, but. Oh, of course, I mean the talent from this side of the world is huge. I just, you know, I want things to be uh, profitable and uh, fruitful and, and and fair when they actually get to the top. That's my that's part of what I'm supposed to do as, as a guy. That's that's the older guy just about to move on. You know what I mean? So been doing it a long time, and when I finish, I want things to be fairer as I walk on.
0: Mark Hunt with us here on SCN. Hey, Mark, I was watching a video before on YouTube uh, when you had a, a meeting with Jason Momoa. Tell us about when you met Jason mm. Momoa a couple of years ago. What was that like?
1: Was it the time we were drinking or not?
0: <laughs> 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 no? No, he's, he,
1: he's one of the, you know, um, an ALS celebrity. He's a, good, he's a really good guy. He's a down-to-earth guy, and, um, you know, um, i met a lot of good people during my journey, and he's one of them.
0: Excellent, yeah, from Game of Thrones and from Aquaman. Have you watched him in many of his films and TV shows?
1: No, hell yeah. I've watched them all his movies. and my kids, they... Yeah, I love Jason, so you know, he's a he's a good man. He's a great man.
0: <laughs> Excellent. How much so how much fight do you have left in you, Mark? How many years do you reckon you've you've got left to give in the sport?
1: Well, not very much. I mean I wanna retire by next
0: year. I wanna finish my career happy, make a bit of money.
1: Um, lawsuits aren't cheap, as everyone knows. <laughs> and especially when you're suing guys that have billions of dollars from ripping everyone off, you know, things aren't cheap, but um you know like i said i've got the fire back i've got a i've got a good deal i mean paul seems uh you know hopefully he's trying to get some credibility for his uh career by fighting me and then trying to move on um he's, he's got a better fight record than i have and you know i'm looking forward to to locking horns with him in december the night uh the 16th so hopefully by the next year i get a couple more boxing fights here at home and then um finish off overseas with mma and then Hang up the gloves for good, close the door on this chapter of my life, and move on. Hopefully, by then, have all the things, have changed for for our future boys and girls that are coming through to enjoy the fruits of their labour, Absol- not to sit around fighting with the stupid company saying we need more money, like all these fighters are doing now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and and last one to fight in Sydney, it'll be at the new Bankwest Stadium up in uh, up in the west of Sydney. What's what's that going to be like? What's that going to mean for you fighting in Sydney, where you've You've uh, you've been built from for for quite a while now.
1: Yeah, I, you know fighting at home is going to be great. It's uh, for me it's to like icing on the cake, to be honest. Uh, and bo- boxing too. So I mean, um, twenty five years here in Australia and to, to finish my career pretty much at home is, is where it started. Where well, I started in Melbourne, but it's pretty awesome. I'm I'm happy to do it. Got a great deal, and um, you know I've got a, a pretty good guy uh, to go and do it with. So it's um, it's a good time. The stadium's amazing and um, you know, looking
0: forward to it. Excellent stuff, Mark. I'm looking forward to it. A lot of boxing fans and fight fans around the country looking forward to it as well. December 16 in Sydney, Mark Hunt against Paul Gallen. Mark, thank you very much for joining us tonight on SEN. Thanks for
1: your time, guys. See you, mate. Bye.
0: Excellent. Mark Hunt with us here on SEN this Sunday night. We'll take a break. Come back after this. Send us a text if you want to uh, have your say on... On that from Mark Hunt, will you be watching the fight? Paul Gallen's last fight was against Barry Hall. Mark Hunt is the king of the walk-offs. He's that one punch and he will walk away. He knows that they've been floored. Check out some of his kickboxing highlights on YouTube as well. That's, I mean, his UFC stuff is is well-spoken about, but kickboxing, because kickboxing visually looks a lot like boxing. It's got... It's got the the it's got the same gloves. It's in the square. There's a referee, there's a canvas, it's all that sort of thing. So it's more like boxing than it is martial arts or mixed martial arts. And check out some of his highlights back when he used to be a pro kickboxer around the early 2000s, 2001, 2003, et etc. Some of his knockouts with with the proper gloves are brutal. So he uh, he has to be the favorite heading into that fight with Paul Gallon. We'll take a break here on the SCN Roundup. 0 double-three, 98-11-16 is the number to send in a text. Jordan Kanellis, this Sunday night.
1: G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au.
0: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash
1: 01005.